Hello, you're listening to a special edition of The Research Files. I'm Jo Earp. My guest this month is Professor Tim Bell of the University of Canterbury in Christchurch, New Zealand. His Computer Science Unplugged project is widely used internationally. He's received many awards for his work in education and he's one of the keynote speakers at the Australian Council for Educational Research 2016 Research Conference in August. The title of his keynote is What's All the Fuss About Coding? Tim's uh, main research interest at the moment is computer science education, so I started by asking him to take me back to his time at school and explain what computer science looked like in a classroom context and how he got involved as a youngster. Back at school, I, I was fortunate, our, our school happened to have a computer, that very few schools had computers, this is back in the uh, 70s, and uh, so I just naturally sort of uh, moved towards the, the computer room and, and, and got into computing through that, um, but the thing that really got me into the research was when my own kids were at school and I was asked to um, talk to their classes about what I do for a living. And uh, this is in the early 90s when uh, computer science wasn't really visible in the schools. And so it was, that, that's actually the, the origin of the computer science unplugged material that we developed because that, it was how do you talk to primary school kids uh, about what computer science is and just using a computer, particularly at that time, uh, wasn't really an option, let alone uh, going to be engaging. Professor Tim Bell talking about computer science unplugged, which, let me see if I've got this right, is teaching computer science without a computer. I asked him to tell me more. That's right, it's, um, and particularly without programming. So um, traditionally the barrier to getting into computer science is that you must learn to program, then we'll let you do the cool stuff in computer science. And the idea of unplugged is that, no, you don't need the programming and therefore not even the computer, um, but you can engage with the really cool ideas. And um, a lot of that is, uh, well, it, it's turned out to have a lot of benefits, but, um, and it's, it's, it's not, you know, kids do need experience with computers and so on. It's not to say throw away the computer altogether. But it's to get them thinking, and, and there's a, there's, we're finding there's a group of kids that really want to know what the cool ideas are before they're prepared to learn programming. Um, one of my colleagues uh, has pointed out that you know, computer science is as much about programming as astronomy is about telescopes. And you, know, you get the idea that, you know, learn to use this telescope, it's so cool. And you know, some kids will be really interested in telescopes for their own right. But the, the reality is that it's, it's looking at the stars and planets and things that actually gets kids excited. And it's, it's the same with computer science. We've kind of forced them to do the telescopes first and then say, well, if you survive that, maybe you'll like you know, the, the bigger science around it. Uh, unplugged turns it the other way around. You're listening to a special episode of The Research Files with Professor Tim Bell. Uh, next, we discussed the kind of resources that have been creating for Unplugged. What do they look like? What kind of activities do they involve? And again, this was in a school context. There's quite a big range. They're, they're all pretty kinesthetic. They involve running around the playground or working with cards or string and, th and things like that. Um, one of the key things with them is that they're very small um, list of instructions. So, for example, to teach binary numbers, um, we have cards with some dots on, with, you know, one card with one dot, another card with two, another with four, and so on. And the first thing is to say to the kids, well, after one, two, and four, what's, how many dots on the next card? And that itself is, you know, showing some understanding of computer science when they spot those patterns. 
And, and then the instruction is turn over some of the cards so that there's, say, 11 dots showing. And now they're, they're engaged with you know, the idea of binary, that things are on or off and so on, but, but it's just using familiar material, you know, scaffolding, um, that enables them to, to take what they can do, which is counting dots, uh, but get into what we want them to do, which is representing numbers using just two different values, you know, hidden and not hidden in this case for the cards. Um, but th- th- there are all sorts of activities that involve following lines in the playground and chalk and, uh, you know, challenges and so on. But, but each one is intended to take an idea from computer science and enable kids to get engaged with that idea. And then, now that uh, a lot of these topics have entered the curriculum, that they can then go off and, and write a program that does some of those things or that simulates them and so that they get the full experience of, of what it means. But, but the idea first then implemented on computing. And uh, the computer science unplugged, that's for primary and secondary? Yeah, it's, um, it was originally designed for primary schools and, and the language of... Um, the, so the material's all free, it's open source, you know, and it's, it's quite widely used, but um, it, it was intended for primary school initially, but we've found actually that people use it at all levels, uh, universities, um, senior citizens, uh, science centres, family fun days, that sort of thing. So it provides some resources where... Um, you know, people can get engaged quite quickly. And, and the other thing is that as computer science is becoming a subject in schools around the world, um, one of the bottlenecks is getting teachers up to speed. Um, so we've got teachers who have no background in computer science who suddenly need to teach these sort of topics. And we find that if they're working with cards and paper and strings and things, that's all familiar resources. Uh, you don't need to install it. You don't have to have the right version. It, you know, there's no compatibility problems, all those kind of things. And, and so for teachers, it means that they can get into it really quickly as well. When things go well, you, know, you might do some unplugged activities, get the kids thinking about what they want to do, and then get them on the computers um, and writing programs and so on. But, yeah, it's a good go-to if the computers aren't working. But And the other thing is, of course, as we get into this, there's a lot of fear. You know, if, if you're a teacher and you're suddenly told you have to teach this thing called computer science, which you may not even know what it is really, um, then being able to work with familiar resources is a really easy way to get into it uh, rather than being told, oh, by the way, first of all, install this and buy this robot kit and get funding for this and learn how to do that and and it's not compatible and sort that out and so on. And it, it's, it's, so it's a whole different way to get into it, a much softer way to get into things. Now, we'll put these links onto the podcast transcript on our website, uh, so all the links to the resources and so on that have been discussed today. Uh, Tim's also been involved in the design and development of New Zealand's uh, new computer science curriculum, and that's for high schools. I asked him to explain the kind of things that it focuses on and whether it's similar to the work we're doing here in Australia with Digitech. Yeah, uh, it, it, so in New Zealand it uh, came in in 2011 and um, the, the intention was it, it's for the, the senior part of high school, it's, it's optional, it's, um, but it's, it's a broad coverage of the areas of computer science. So again, programming is a part of it, but um, very deliberately includes a whole lot of other ideas like artificial intelligence or computer graphics. You know, how do you write the programs that do graphics? Computer vision, how do you write the programs that, that recognize faces and objects and photos and things like that? 
uh, and human-computer interaction. Um, how do you, you know what's the psychology behind the way people design interfaces um, to try and make them easier to use, and um, or even more fun, what's the psychology that makes them hard to use and frustrating, which is not helpful if you're a designer, but it's it's fun to look at um, at, at the high school level. So a lot of those kind of topics are, are in the curriculum, very broad, quite shallow. Um, you know, just to expose kids to real experiences of those topics without having to again, do a lot of programming or, or, or get too deep technically. But it, the, the biggest problem that we have, and it's an international problem, is that kids just don't know what the subject is. Uh, and, and when they're deciding whether or not to do it at, uh, you know, beyond high school level, they, they, they're making decisions based on misinformation, based on stereotypes and uh, not knowing what kind of jobs there are and what kind of skills are needed for it. And so, again, going in unprepared. Uh, you know, without the right sort of background as well. So the, the idea is really a, a way to get, get kids to have some idea what this thing is. And, and particularly for girls, if, if you ask a high school girl what computer science is about and, and whether they'd want to do it, the, the stereotype is, you know, someone working on their own and, and that it's all about computers. Um, but the reality is computer science is working in teams, working for people, solving their problems. And it's not about computers, it's about people. It's about you know, developing stuff that makes people's lives better, um, that helps people to work together, helps them to communicate, and and help you know helps with health issues and things like that. And and so it's a matter of just exposing people to you know that's what people really do when they when they get jobs in this area. And and so that's the direction that that our curriculum's gone in. Tim Bell's a professor at the University of Canterbury, and uh, we have been discussing his work in New Zealand today. But he also works internationally. So my next question was which countries have jumped out of the blocks on STEM and in particular computer science? Who's leading the way? <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of a um, game of leapfrog in some ways. Is that, you know, lots of countries are doing things. Um, traditionally, uh, South Korea and Israel have always been ahead of the game. Uh, they've taught reasonably advanced computer science in their high schools uh, and they have colleges of education that teach computer science educators and so on. Uh, Estonia has, um, you know, famously made computing a really important part of its curriculum from from the very first year of school. And in England, uh, they adopted a curriculum about a year and a half ago, which um, has compulsory uh, computing, which, which involves, you know, programming and computer science and computational thinking concepts right from the, the first year of school. And, and of course, now Australia. Uh, is, is doing that as well. So, and, and then in America, state by state, it's sort of different in each state. Some states are doing quite well. Some states are, are still catching up. And uh, of course, it, it all, a lot of it depends on how much the leaders of the countries, the leaders of education, understand what this is about. Um, you know, one of the things that slowed it down is mixing it up with um, e-learning or using computers for other subjects versus learning about computing as a discipline itself. But, you know, all the countries are sort of gradually sort of catching up with each other and um, sharing resources and, and, uh, you know, it's developing around the world. Finally then, I mentioned in the intro to today's podcast that Professor Tim Bell is one of the keynotes at this year's ACER Research Conference. The theme of that conference is improving STEM learning. What will it take? Without stealing his thunder, I asked him to explain what he'll be talking to delegates about. Um, yeah, well, well, I've actually got um, two things I'm presenting, and, and the keynote is, is called "What's All the Fuss About Coding?" Uh, and and I just want to be able to unpack a little bit about what is this thing called coding, and, and why is it kind of becoming popular around the world, and why should we care about it? 
Um, and, and also, um, I'm speaking at the conference dinner, which is going to be more of a, uh, an entertainment kind of thing, and, and I'll be using some of the material from Unplugged. A lot of it work, uh, is based around food or you know, concepts relating to, uh, to food and social situations, and so we'll, we'll try and uh, do something at the conference dinner that actually is sort of computer science uh, dinner-themed. Uh, well, we look forward to welcoming you to Australia in August. Until then, Professor Tim Bell, thanks very much for talking to the Research Files. You're very welcome. You've been listening to an episode of the Research Files from Teacher Magazine. To download all of our podcasts for free, visit acer.ac forward slash teacher iTunes or www.soundcloud.com forward slash teacher hyphen acer. To find out more about the research discussed in this podcast and to access the latest articles, videos and infographics, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au.